Welcome to Risky Business with the Coverage Queens. My name's Kathy Kaler, and I'm with Bliss Landon. So happy you're here. I am too. I'm so happy you're all here. <laughs> anyway, this is episode one of our very first show. I know. It's so exciting. Of Risky Business. So yes. I think we should read our kind of our mission statement about what we are uh, about. Absolutely. That gives some clarity to, to our goals. Um. But essentially, risky business is to inform K through 12 industry technology leaders and administrators about the risks inherent within one-to-one -one learning environments through a solutions-based approach. Yes. And we will be discussing best practices, current events, and hot topics with rising stars from school districts and vendors across the United States. This is so exciting. It really is, isn't it? This is something that I think, well, you've been in the business forever, and we're going to share a little bit about forever. who I am and who you are, but this is such a incredible topic right now with so many kids at home working uh, on their schoolwork and using devices that we really haven't thought about what this next layer is. And that's what I'm excited to to get into and learn. Um, but I think our viewers want to know who we are. <laughs> that would be a good start. So like I said, <laughs> I'm Kathy Kaler, and I've been in the fitness and wellness space for many decades. And Bliss has been in the industry of insurance. Um, so why don't you share a little bit about your story and just how you started your business. Okay. Well, I am president of UPIC Insurance and uh, also president of School Device Coverage Insurance, which is what we're mostly going to talk about is the um, K-12 through at-home learning space and what all that entails. Um, I've been doing UPIC Insurance. That's package insurance. So it's discounted package insurance. All of the carriers out there, um, UPS, FedEx, the post office, they all have insurance, but it's very expensive. So mm. we insure volume shippers at a discount. Okay. So wow. that's, that's what I started doing 31 years ago. And who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And, um, and this business and it, it's been, um, you know, an ever changing, uh, business with technology as well. I, when I got started, uh, when you would ship a package, you'd keep a hand log of, you know, the tracking number and the, uh, declared value of the package. And you would send those hand logs to me for insurance. Wow. And now there are so many different ways to track packages through technology. So many different softwares and systems that are out there. And so that has ever been changing oh, over the <laughs> over 31 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then about a few years, years ago, we um, had the opportunity to uh, insure a district and their learning devices that they sent home with their kids and that they used also at school. I mean, at that time, they were also coming to school. And uh, we had the opportunity to insure those devices. Uh, they had a warranty for the devices, but there were many things that were not covered mm -hmm. um, in the warranty. So we provide a full comprehensive insurance product for those learning devices, and that has just really taken off. 
And then the pandemic hits. So <laughs> now every kid is at home now every, with something. Exactly. So wow. everybody, all of the kids have been at home, you know, learning from home and um, the devices have gone home. And what does that meant? You know, what does that mean? Who takes responsibility for the coverage for the device? Right. And, you know, many things can happen to that device. Many different claim situation, um, spilled milk. Spilled cereal bowl. Um, they drop it and the screen cracks. That's probably the number one thing that happens. But um, anyway, we've we've developed a program that's really great for school districts to ensure the devices at a low cost, and um, and for the parents as well. So we're just providing a service that's really been needed. Right. And now we're transitioning, going back to school. And so the devices are going to be traveling again from home to school. And many things can happen, you know, during that time. But anyway, um, aside from the insurance, there's so many topics that play into the at-home learning experience for the kids. And, and then just learning on devices, period. I mean, books are becoming obsolete. They're doing everything with an electronic device of some kind right. Uh, right. to read a book it's online or it's on or it's on their tablet or whatever they're using uh, to learn and so this space there's just so many so many different things to talk about and so many different things to learn and so many different pieces and people and products that play into this whole side of business that we thought there was just so much to talk about and so much to learn that developing a podcast around this would be a really great idea and very informative to anybody who, you know, has a child mm -hmm. or who is in the ed tech space. Um, and so this is how this is all developed. And then I, of course, brought you in because you're my <laughs> longtime friend and you have the social media background and, um, and I kind of needed you to hold my hand a little bit and walk me through this process so I could get comfortable and share the experiences that we're having in the ed tech space and, the, and in the education world um, and just what's happening. There's just so many things happening and right. changing and transitioning. So anyway, um, well, I think my tell us about your expertise and, and your right. background, Kath. Well, and I think my interest and you know, I remember when you started doing the um, the school device insurance, mm -hmm. and I thought that was so intriguing because it was just I, I I just never thought about it. But then, when the pandemic hit, and you you realize that so many of our young kids and young adults have probably tripled the amount of time that they are on a device, whether yeah. it be a, a computer, a laptop, a, a you know, a, a tablet, a, a phone, that's where my light goes off in question of what is that doing to our kids' bodies? What is it doing to their eyesight? What is it doing, like you were saying, the, the social aspect um, with their head down in a screen for so many hours at a time? So for me, being in a, a healthy health and, you know, wellness and fitness and food, and that's been my career. I'm right. Some of you may have seen me on the Today Show for years, where I did sit-ups and push-ups with Katie Couric. Um, I wrote for Self Magazine for a while. I have a handful of books that might be on your shelves. <laughs> and videos Sexy for life, and maybe some um, videos and videos that uh, I was thinking today uh, also about. You know, they're they're VHS. 
And then I was like, <laughs> what even does VHS mean today? <laughs> exactly. Historic. Anyway, um, we're but not did, that old. Thing. Did work out we're videos. Not that old. Right. We're not. We yeah. aren't. <laughs> um, so I've always been very interested in the quality of life and what we are doing in our lives that can enhance that quality. Mm-hmm. And this topic um, is something where I'm seeing a risk, a risk of losing some of that quality of life. And that means also from the parent, and let's even go to the grandparent, from the grandparent to parents to uh, to kids. And you know, I think that's what's going to be so helpful is to bring experts into risky business so that we can hear what some of the current studies are, uh, what what health professionals are dealing with as well, what they're seeing, psychologists, what are they seeing mm-hmm. in the changes of social behavior, in the changes of physical behavior. You know, we were talking just very casually about the fact that simple things that we now do and kind of don't even think twice about has diminished some of our physical activity. Right. So shopping online, we're not walking from a parking lot into a store. We're not walking around a mall. Those are all steps, you know, kids walking in between classes, um, are, are missing out on that physical activity. So long-term, what does that do? Is it looking at weight gain? Is it looking at um, uh, just lack of physical strength and and cardiovascular health? And then long-term, is it looking at, you know, massive increase in diabetes, uh, obesity? You know, so I think this, like we're starting at coverage for a, for a tablet. <laughs> right. But it really goes to, wow, it's like, life. Exactly. Exactly. There's just so many topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to the devices themselves, there's so many topics around the devices too. Right. Um, and devices, explain d- what kinds of devices so are a, mostly. A, so I would say the most popular learning device out there for school-age kids is a Chromebook. Okay. okay. So all of the big manufacturers have Chromebooks. Um, and so I can't say that there's one manufacturer that, you know, is dominating the space, but um, Chromebooks seem to be the kind of the leader, the leader. Yeah. Because they're, they're not too terribly expensive. So a Chromebook can run anywhere from $250 to $350, depending on if it's a touchscreen or not, the touchscreen is going to be more expensive. Um, so it's, it's not a terribly, you know, high expense for the districts to purchase that. Um, but, but we do see districts buying Mac airs for $1,200 or yeah. So it, it ranges and they may have a, they may have multiple devices at one school or one district because they're doing different things with those devices, you know, different learning tools on each device or Mm -hmm. what have you. Um, but, uh, one of the shows that we're going to be doing coming up is that is, um, we're going to be interviewing a case company. So they develop cases for the devices to keep them safer than like not phone, being in a case. Like yeah. A phone case. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you gotten upset with your kids that they don't have a case on their phone? They drop it. All it shatters. Time. Yes. <laughs> All the time. And if they had a case on it, it right. wouldn't shatter. So yeah. same goes for learning devices. Right. Same thing. And we actually, you know, can provide a, a, a less expensive option for insurance when they do have a case. So um, anyway, cases are are a hot topic on, uh, you know, should the district 
purchase a case, not a case. It's a good idea to get a case, but we have a, a customer that we're going or a, a partnership that we have that we're going to be discussing that issue with. Um, and then I think I mentioned in the beginning that uh, a lot of the devices are sold with warranties and extended warranties. And we're going to do a show on exploring insurance versus warranty and what's better. Where many people may think, and myself included, that that means the same thing. <laughs> exactly. And they really don't. <laughs> and they don't. really don't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for any device that you buy, your cell phone, anything. Right. Um, so we're going to be discussing that and just trying to educate our listeners on uh, what a better option is and what to look for. And what holes in coverage should you be aware of that could be really important to you? And the, you know, the the highest risk to the device and what that is and, mm -hmm. and would that be covered with a warranty? Would it be covered with an extended warranty? So we're going to explore warranty versus insurance. And I would think too that um, another part of it is when one device does break and is not able to be used, what happens? Well, <laughs> so our insurance is transferable. So devices are always covered, you know, but that's a very big issue. You know, what, what should schools do when they come into that situation? Should they buy extra devices? You right. know, how did they get them repaired? We're going to be talking to a repair facility on one of our shows and discuss how that all works. Um, and probably how, how long it takes, how like long it takes all, all the mechanics in that, how long yeah. it takes, what the process is, um, how many processes there are, you know, what the turnaround time, um, expectancy is so interesting. Yeah. So just all those topics. So as you can see, there's many things to discuss around learning devices and it's not just K through 12. It can also go into colleges or, um, specialty training, you know, uh, Anything you know, educational schools, device. you know, right. uh, adult learning schools. I don't know exactly what they right. call those, but anyway, there's so many topics, um, and so many different, uh, you know, types of learning uh, programs out there. And, and I think our world has changed as well, that not yes. a lot of the programs that were in person per se are going back. Right. So that there's more time of needing a device at home or. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's, you know, there's a topic of internet and, you know, connectivity and, and what happens if it goes down and, hotspots and <laughs> there's just, right. there's so many and areas that don't have it. That's, exactly. That's another whole, um, the population, if you will, of, of not being able to have something that becomes so just numb. You don't even think about it with your ability exactly. to connect to the internet. Exactly. It's funny. I have to say, because we're talking about tech and we're talking about internet and I am going to date myself and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, but I was on the today show with Katie Couric and Bryant Gumbel when the internet actually came to be. Really? It's not that long ago. Right. You know, it I started doing my segments on the Today Show in the in the early 90s, like maybe 92, 93. And I had been on for a bit. And um, I'm sure I can look up the actual date of that show, but it was so funny because Bryant introduced the intranet, intranet, and she said, "Oh, is it called the intranet?" And the she intranet? Said, no, <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> so you kind of think about this world. Like I know I spent many years of my life without a device, 
Now there are so many children who don't even know life without a device. Exactly. Well, it's become like an appendage. Like yeah. it's it's part of, of who you are. If I leave my phone at home, I feel like I'm missing something big, like yes. an arm or something, you right. know? Right. Yeah. It's terrible. And and another, you know, this is another part too that I'm fascinated about and it could be a show. But, you know, where the phone is in the 24 hours near your body. Where is it? Is it in a back pocket? Is it in a, is it a breast pocket? Is it under your pillow? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, there's so many things that we're not paying attention to yeah. that can be causing detrimental, detrimental to your health yeah. problems. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very fascinated. Well, we'll, we'll explore that topic too. Yes. I'm sure we, we will. will. We'll cover yes, them we all <laughs> eventually because we are the coverage queens. But let's talk about something fun now, okay. Kathy, that you and I do, okay, on a regular basis, especially when you're in town. Yes. On Saturday mornings, we go to estate sales. We do. And, you know, it's something that I never thought I would be really interested in, but I love it. It is so much fun. So now Kathy has a booth at the Antique Mart at Mixed in Agora Hills, California. That I do. And, uh, and so she's always looking for rare finds. And so I just kind of walk behind her and <laughs> at these sales. But you find good stuff too. I, I do. I you have really do. good stuff. But I'm always interested to see what you're going to find and for how much and then what you're going to sell it at. And so this last weekend, we went to a couple. We did. Two or three. And you found this ashtray that was pretty cool. It had a deer head on it black deer head and it was white and it was a porcelain with gold rim and with a gold trim on it. And it was mm -hmm. really beautiful. I'm like, wow, that is a cool ashtray. And you bought it for a dollar, right? right? And then you looked it up to see what the value is of it online. And it was $29.95. I mm -hmm. couldn't believe it. And the, the irony there was that it was the logo for Hartford insurance. Oh yeah. I knew I'd seen that before. Which I remember- <laughs> was like maybe a sponsor on one of those wilderness shows that I was only allowed to watch when I was a kid. <laughs> but that was, you know, that was back then how a lot of companies advertised is mm -hmm. through their ashtrays. Um, but they're very collectible. Yeah. And I just saw it and I was like, ooh, I really like that. So see, that's what's really fun for me is to see yeah. what you find, the, these rare finds that actually have significant value. Yeah. You know, not just something that you think you want to have because it's cool or it looks pretty, but it actually, you know, it has value yeah. out in the marketplace. Yeah, collectible. It's a collectible. And and people do collect stuff. Absolutely. A lot Absolutely. of stuff. <laughs> So it's just so it's fun. Also too, I think the the part that I love as well is just embracing the past. Yeah. And 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 also looking at how things were made. You know, mm -hmm. things were made differently back then and lasted all these decades. You think about that was probably in the 70s. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of time that it didn't break, that it was taken care of. Yeah, that's true. So there's lessons there about, you know, and this kind of threads into school devices. I'll tell you, remember when my husband said, will you find me a battery operated radio? Right. I just want to have that on hand for emergency reasons. 
So and we, we did. We went to we a We were sale. on a hunt. And they had so many battery-operated radios, but they had one that had a television in it. Amazing. And I just could – I had to have that. It was so And awesome. it's just, you know, shown us how much – you know, technology or how far we've come with technology, right. which really plays into, of course, what we're doing this for. But anyway, I had to share that because that's something really fun that we like to do. And, and we'd like to share with you if there's something really fun that we are, you know, interesting yeah. or exotic or rare that we find in our outings. Right. <laughs> well, so. and, and I love that, you know, one, that's a, it's a radio slash TV. The other thing that we see a lot of are typewriters. Yeah. And, and telephones. And telephones. Like with the dial, the dial. that our, our children probably wouldn't even know what that was. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And and that, again, is another place of showing, um, you know, just to share, this is how things were. This is how things worked. This is what we did. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a phone in my bed. I didn't have anything, uh, you know, that was where you could just speak into a computer and it would write out my words. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like amazing oh, to yeah. see the the advances of technology right, right but i i think for for here at risky business like we were saying in our mission statement is to really shed light on these different aspects of technology right obviously focusing on school devices because that is just such a hot topic and here to stay truly oh yeah it's not going anywhere absolutely not so we are going to be speaking I think in our you know next show with um, someone who's very well versed, yes, um, on, on this topic, and 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 I and I love that we're going to have guests because I think that helps me learn this space mm-hmm. even better, and and how it relates to health. But for you, it also is a great way to to really um, you know just just dive into these topics. Absolutely. Yeah. And just get others' opinions and how they see things Mm -hmm. and learn about what they're doing. You know, I love, like you, I love to learn new things and especially about the space that we're in right now and and what's happening. Yeah. So it's all really relevant. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kathy. This is going to be fun, isn't it? It's going to be exciting. It's going to be really fun. Very fun. Well, I think this is a great start and we hope you guys have enjoyed. Um, uh, just learning a little bit about what risky business is going to be, what we're going to cover, yes. and uh, just kind of our back and forth of what we do on Saturday mornings. <laughs> when and, we do it. Yes. And as always, if if there is, obviously, this is the beginning, um, but we want to hear from you. We want to hear maybe some of your stories. We want to hear uh, some of your questions. Um, and yeah, we're, we're definitely going to do some question and answer, yeah. um, shows. So we're very interested to see if there's any hot topics related to what we're doing here yeah. and what we can find and, and answer any questions that people have. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as they say, I believe we are close to having this be a wrap for risky <laughs> business and the coverage Queens. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs>